the Adonis audio experience. Ever wonder what to do with all these random thoughts in your head? Well, I did by starting this podcast. My purpose is to share with you stories, experiences, and other anecdotal streams of consciousness that I may have. The Adonis audio experience is just what it sounds like. I'm not a professional or quote-unquote expert, but I am curious and have a burning desire to communicate with you all. So welcome aboard as I talk about the psychological nuances of daily life, work, sports, politics, even relationships. My hope is that this journey, my journey, will give you some added perspective and more importantly, some entertainment in your day. So welcome aboard. coffee. I drink it, you drink it. We all enjoy the morning ritual of schlepping down the stairs and firing off a pot of coffee or rushing out of the house within minutes so that you can drive down to your favorite Starbucks, Coffee Joe, or some other local shop in town. Coffee, thought to be founded in Egypt where legend has it that a goat herder discovered the bean. This goat herder saw one of his goats eating berries from a tree. Later that night, the goat did not want to sleep. The goat herder later shared these berries with monks at a local monastery. They were never the same. They found that coffee kept them alert through the long hours of evening prayer. They soon realized the energizing effects of the berries and started spreading the word. The story of the goat herder isn't the only one. There are also reports that men from Arabia while visiting Egypt witnessed birds flying with unbelievable vitality, which was linked to their consumption of the berries. They then ate the berries and experienced the same vitality. In Mocha, Yemen, there's a Sheikh disciple, Omar, who was known to cure the sick through prayer, was exiled to a cave. The reasons are unknown as to why he was sentenced to death. While in the cave, Omar starved. Dying of starvation, he found bushes with red berries. He chewed the berries, but they were too bitter, then roasted them, but they were too hard, finally boiling them to soften them. He then drank this brown liquid and found that he was revitalized and lasted for days in the cave. Once the people of Mocha got word of this miracle drug, he was then asked to return and was made a saint. A saint! Once someone becomes a believer, that is the beginning. Then the right people become believers, which forms a group. Then top influential people start to see. 
Then the people in power become believers. That is when you start to see change and growth. It's from the bottom up. When you allow access to something, the thing that is scarce, that we desire, is now accessible. This creates a quantum leap that will exponentially grow an economy to levels never witnessed before. The societal benefits to this are tremendous. We saw this with the creation of the iPhone and electronic mail. Social media is built on the same principles as AOL. As you can see with coffee houses, they became popular in Europe. England alone had over 3,000 shops by the 17th century. Coffee houses became very popular and a central place for socialization. People would engage in conversation, discuss politics and current events. They also listened to music, watched performers, and played chess. Just an overall entertainment hub, all centered around a cup of coffee. Today, the economic impact of coffee in the United States is astonishing. It is the number one consumed beverage in the U.S., even more than tap water. The total economic input of coffee is over $225 billion present day. That's a lot of coffee. Coffee is ubiquitous in its consumption and has created an economy that has helped lift generations of people and their families. What concerns me is that everything is moving at the speed of light in the 21st century. We live in a world of now, and my fear is that we are going to want things so fast that we lose sight of who's making it and the impact that it's having on both society and the community. The first network computer systems were used by the military in the late 1950s. By the 1970s, computer networks were used at an enterprise level. In a short period of time, we now have supercomputers that never turn off and are always accessible. We store our most intimate personal information in these devices, password, login information, banking. We have photos of close friends and loved ones with facial recognition, information stored in a server somewhere, keeping track of places we visit, places we see, people we see, your sleep patterns. We've given away all of our secrets, even the things we research and see when no one is watching. 